live from the underside of a cat. It's the ESG. Have you ever... The underside of a cat's like really warm and cozy. It is warm. They don't like it when you touch the Oh, underside. they don't? I Not mean, dogs do. Some, some cats are okay with it. But it's the ESG Industries only daily woke business news podcast featuring Jesse the Money Whisperer and the return of me. You're back. I'm, I'm back. Um, How exciting. No one, no, there's no fanfare for that. No, I think there is. Where? I think there will be. With who? You're <laughs> no going to add it in. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to add it in and post. <laughs> Today's Don't Mention the Union episode called Ooh. April 17, 2023, in which we catch up from the weekend. Backlashes, apologies, and a CEO has 11 pages of things to say. This That's, should be rich. He <laughs> <laughs> prepare to be bored. Um, do we have any sponsors for this show? No. We don't? Not Monday. Um, well, S Gage okay. Wednesday. S Gage sponsors on Wednesdays. We also have another sponsor who occasionally sponsors, right? Um, some drinky thing. Oh, Magic Mind. Yeah, Magic Mind. Damien loves that stuff. Um, but this is an opportunity, listener. You could sponsor us. You could either sponsor our Monday show, buy Board Saber Metrics. That's one way to sponsor us. It's the only data and analytics for individual directors. So buy that. Or no buy buy our Monday show. Buy some yeah. time. Buy some airtime. Tell us about yourself. We'll pimp your product. I'll pimp anything for the right price. We'll even let you come up with what you want us to say about it. I'll, yeah, I'll say what you Within write. reason. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm happy to write something for you. All right, are we going to get into this? You want to yeah, know what happened? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. So first up, backlash is so in right now. Backlash is <laughs> we love that hot, hot backlash. First up is backlash against fire and electricity. Huh. Okay. Here's the headline: Sundar Pichai, Google's Google. CEO, mm-hmm. says AI technology could be more profound than fire or electricity. Really? Yeah. In an interview on uh, 60 Minutes, seriously, over the weekend. Um, he said it's the most profound technology humanity is working on, more profound than fire, electricity, or anything that we have done in the past. Medicine, <laughs> heat, war, war like <laughs> light bulbs. That is such a bold claim. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> more profound than fire. Fire That's just because he's going to profit off of it. Or electricity. He's hyping it up. He's AI's hype man right now. Yeah, he is. Well, <laughs> he's been the quiet. He's been quiet about it. But they Google just announced that they are adding AI to their search engine. And there's stories about how they were panicked internally because they didn't add AI fast enough to stuff. And Microsoft got the jump on them <laughs> by like a month. And no one cares. Can we well, actually it's all terrifying. Mostly, yeah, right? Yes. Um, but in the same interview, Sundar Pichai said ethicists and philosophers should be involved in the development of AI oh. to make sure that it's moral and it doesn't do things like lie. I like that. However, I would like to point out that ethicists were not required for electricity or fire. <laughs> they weren't. We didn't. We didn't need that. Good point. Right. Like so, Good it's point. so profound that we didn't require ethicists and mm, and, and I um, like that. There's a moral component. Uh, rounding fair. out some of our uh, human backlash, I guess, is AI. It's um, Elon Musk registered X.AI in Ugh. Nevada. 
It's his new company. And he's reportedly taking uh, talking to SpaceX and Tesla investors to back his new AI startup. This is after saying they should pause AI development. Now he's getting into AI because it's not pausing. He plans on using Twitter as the core learning data set for his AI. He's so confused. He's been like the one that's been warning against AI. Can and you now <laughs> imagine though talking to like a living Twitter? Like no. that's like that would be the worst. No. Oh, terrible. The worst AI there ever was. It's, it's, that's so bad. I th Okay, you have to explain this to me. I thought X was going to be the combination of all of his companies. X is a separate AI company. X.AI is a separate. So he registers every one of the companies. So apparently Twitter no longer exists either. Over okay. the weekend, it broke that um, in a filing yep. that Twitter as a corporate entity no longer exists. Okay. It's actually just a subsidiary of X. Whatever. Okay, that's what I was and reading. He's doing everything now under the X umbrella. Like that's so, X is like ABC, or X is like uh, its, it's his thing. I don't know. It's he its loves beast. X. I think maybe it's the number ten. I don't actually know. Okay. I, I think it's all a lie. Um, but now he's starting an AI company. Yikes! Um, according to Business Insider, Musk <laughs> did not respond when emailed for a request for comment sent to either Tesla or SpaceX email addresses. In fact, an inquiry sent to Twitter's communication address received a poop emoji automated response. Of course. Um, of that, course, that the that maturity <laughs> level of <laughs> the company he's creating. The guy who sends a poop emoji in request for comment is starting an AI company that's, using that's Twitter. what I'm nervous about. I don't think narcissists should be able to start AI companies. I just don't. That, I don't I don't trust whatever they're using to vet this and it scares me deep to my as core. As it should. Don't I would not I'm not going to leave the office. Um so that is a backlash against fire and electricity happening live <laughs> right now. There's also backlash over the weekend against fake meat meat. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here's the headline. Why this startup is adding real meat to its plant-based uh -oh. product. Uh-oh. <laughs> Impossible? No. Momentum Foods oh. makes a product that is 90% plant-based. 90%. Okay. <laughs> um, and here's what they said. Bits of meat that are not actually the muscle, but rather what drive the sensory quality of the experience, like fat and collagen, is what they're adding to their plant-based meat. And it makes it so much more like the meat experience that we would expect the way it coats your mouth and the flavor that results. Who is their target target audience? I, like, who's buying this? Not a vegetarian. Uh, uh, okay, so vegans almost are Almost vegetarian. Yeah. Vegetarians are out. They should be. Right. So now you're Pescatarian? <laughs> like, are they going to dip their toe in collagen because it's healthy Yeah, what for is, coll is collagen a vegetable? Can we call collagen a vegetable? I mean. I don't think so. It's not meat. What is this? Who are they selling this to? <laughs> I don't know. But now I, apparently. Do they know? I hope they've done market research. What they did is they said the market research they said was um, fake meat, effectively plant-based meat was too expensive and it was a um, and it didn't taste as good. So they were like we were asking the consumer to be environmentally conscious with something that tasted worse and cost more. Why not add the taste back? 
through fat. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't know what is, that sound was. Okay, this, that was the best sound you've ever made. Though. This is crazy because when I tried Impossible Burger at a restaurant for the first time, I was with my aunt who's been a vegetarian for 40 years. And we both looked at each other and we were like, did they just give us a burger and F this up, this order up? So I think it's going to be very alarming for people just that, yeah, now I don't, there will be, I don't think it's good. Now there'll be fat in your <laughs> I fake don't meat. think that vegans or anyone who's plant-based, even if they're 90% plant-based, wants the coating of meat <laughs> fat. <laughs> that's what I, I like. That's, that's why I pulled saying. this. I love the, the the way it coats your mouth. Like, like I think maybe just add an egg to your diet if you're ninety percent <laughs> plant based, not the collagen and and fat of beef. I, I like I like the people who are like, well, I'm ninety percent vegetarian. Like, does anybody ever say that? That's I mean, like that could be a thing. I did like, have a friend who would say like. I'm 80, 85% vegan. But then and I'm that's, like, the, that that's eat, the target audience. I mean, you eat cheese every once in a while on a piece of pizza or like an egg. Then that's the target audience. That's <laughs> that's who's buying it. Bits of meat. I, I hate those. I, I, they called bits of meat. But also like there are other companies, Impossible and Beyond, that have figured out how to bring the sensory elements of meat eating into well, their they're, product. They're, they're competing with them. They say that it t- doesn't taste good. That's what, And it's expensive. That's what their, their mm, thing is. Okay. Also this weekend, <laughs> there was backlash against AM radio. Okay. Do you listen to AM radio? No, but my dad does. So sometimes when I get in his truck, it's on and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Correct. My dad does is the right answer to that. With Here's the headline. With AM radio no longer available in some EVs, car makers Ooh. are facing a backlash. In fact, several car makers have decided to drop AM radio from their dashboards. And this is in part because they've noted electromagnetic interference with AM radio's reception <gasps> and electric motors. Okay. So... There seems to be a reasonable thing. Let's yeah, get rid of right. AM radio so that the car will Runs drive. The way seems, it needs to run. seems okay. Um, but the backlash is from members of Congress who we should point out the average age of the members of Cong- Congress is seven, right? Yeah. Like they are the oldest people in the country. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're angry about AM radio being gone. The <laughs> National Association of Broadcasters, like they run the radio. Of course. FEMA. Because they use AM radio for their emergency oh. channels. Political pundits, because talk radio is usually sure. AM radio. Farmers. those are, That's <laughs> farmers. That's where the backlash is coming. Is that where the money, do they do they put a lot of money into this? Come on. Yeah? No farmers? one puts any. Like, <laughs> like this is, you literally listed people who are the last people to buy electric vehicles. And right. said they're angry about AM radio not being in electric vehicles. <laughs> But they will use this to say that ESG killed your radio. True. I'm sure they're going. That is the talking point. ESG so now, kills everything. So now AM radio is anti woke, or is it woke? AM radio. Getting rid of AM radio is woke. The woke are killing AM radio. <laughs> that's how that's working. So anti anti woke stance is and nobody's pro listening to AM, AM radio. radio. <laughs> the seven people who still listen to AM radio are pissed. Now we're on to apologies mm, Because weekends are times to apologize To the ones you love People are just sitting in their regret <laughs> Shame yeah, Stewing in your shame First up, sorry anti-trans beer drinkers 
A headline, Anheuser-Busch CEO <gasps> offers flat apology following Bud Light's Dylan Mulvaney backlash. What? I was so excited last week that they weren't, apo- that they were standing behind their decision. Okay, so first of all, this is a New York Post article. Okay. Um, a Murdoch rag, basically. Um, and it's not a real apology. Here's okay. what the, here's what he said. As the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beard we brew. Um, and that was the closest that it was to an apology. It didn't say we apologize. It said it said they effectively were going to make sure that they weren't divisive. That's all they said. They didn't apologize for the thing (laughs) that they did. What they should apologize for, though, is Bud Light, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, it was so great seeing everyone pour it out because like nobody should be drinking that. It's terrible. (laughs) It's not good. So this is not really an apology, but there's now a backlash to the non-apology. So this kind of squares the circle and my backlash to weekend <laughs> apologies. You see the way I did yes. that? Yes. This is why Damien runs this show. <clears throat> um, also in our weekend of apologies are bad because having a genital adjacent city name doesn't mean we should use that for marketing. Here's the headline. <laughs> show us your regina. Canadian city pulls <laughs> tourism campaign after facing backlash for sexualizing its name. Again, I'm just going to like point out that in order to use this in a marketing campaign, so many people had to approve that and think that it was okay, a good so idea. This is a city of 200,000 people in, in like Saskatchewan in Canada. I actually don't <laughs> think so many people had to approve this one. I think it was the mayor who's now apologized for it and pulled it and like the Show tourist me. board who the mayor appointed. So it's like three I people. I think this could be kind of progressive. You could, well, see, you could argue that it is. Um, what was it for? It, it, they were trying <laughs> to get people to come to Regina. Okay. <laughs> Which might also be called Regina, Regina. <laughs> but yeah, do we? <laughs> but we know that we know that the marketing campaign was "Show us your Regina." So, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I love this. I wish they didn't. Again, just not, like I wish Anheuser Busch didn't apologize. I wish they didn't. Well, unlike the anti woke movement, they are pulling it for sexualizing the name of a city. <laughs> Because like, how do you sexualize a city? Because you know that every thirteen-year-old who goes to Regina giggles. Like, there's <laughs> no way they don't, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's already, uh, it's already kind of a joke. Except that if I saw it spelt, I would definitely pronounce it Regina. Yeah, because you like Regina Specter. Like you're, that's, yeah, I you're do like, like her. <laughs> I know I you do. do. <laughs> it's like you're an indie artist <laughs> fetish of some kind. And just because it's like the normal thing, I think most people would would I, re- how they would read it. I don't know. As soon as they saw "Show Us Your Regina," I started saying Regina. So I don't know how true, you say true. it, but I saw that, and that's how I started saying it. Um, also, um, uh, apologizing, sort of. Now this one is. Uh, Vanguard's Galloway. Okay. This is their head of stewardship. Ooh, Galloway. I don't know, John Galloway. Call us. You need You, you need, need us. our data. This is ridiculous that you don't even already have our data. Vanguard's Galloway climate group exit does not change environmental concerns. So Vanguard, 
pulled out of the Net Zero Alliance mm-hmm. ahead of the Texas hearings last year. And Texas excused them from the hearings. Sure. And the anti-woke movement, anti-ESG movement all said that was a victory for them, right? <laughs> like we pressured Vanguard to get out of that group. He says, quote, climate change is an existential risk and a risk to investor returns. Um, Galloway defended, then went on to defend Vanguard's proxy votes against shareholder proposal last year that would have compelled Valero Energy to set targets to reduce scope three. He said that's a decision best left to the board. So they're a little bit all over the place. <laughs> this was I'm confused. <laughs> this was a Bud Light apology where in which you say we left the thing. Yep. But no, we think the it's climate important. change is real. It's real. It's a it's a problem. <laughs> but also we are not going to vote for a shareholder proposal dealing with climate change because that's for the board to do. But also it's a thing. Like oh climate change God. is a thing. Did they call it an existential crisis? He called it an existential risk. 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 So, yeah, that in and of itself is just like it's existential. It's important, but I don't need to address it. That's it's like a, existential. It's like out there. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll like, let someone else deal with it. Yeah, which is like, exactly what you want. It's like someone, Buddha. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what you it is. You want the philosophers to discuss just, it and toss it around. Is someone Gandhi will think about that? I don't know. God. Um, next up in apologies, maybe we should kiss you with money and make up. <laughs> People can kiss us with money. Yeah, I would love I'm that. I'm open to that. Here's the headline. Fox News Dominion defamation trial delayed okay. amid networks push to settle. They're trying mm. to settle. Wall Street. Here's my favorite reaction quote from this article. Wall Street analysts said that while Fox could absorb a substantial financial penalty, that might limit its flexibility to engage in share buybacks. So, no, Ooh. we're not worried about the fact that <laughs> They lied for several years Right. that they say whatever they want, that they no could repercussions. It could be one point six billion dollars. No, we're worried that we won't get share, <laughs> share buybacks, buybacks because Fox had over four billion in cash when they reported quarterly earnings in February and they had just authorized three billion of a stock buyback plan. So mm. doing some quick math. Oh, no, they might have to pay another six hundred you know, million and, and fee. Oh, we're going to lose out on yeah. some buybacks here. Darn. God, but doesn't it like so perfectly depict the way that these people are thinking? Yes, I mean, they're being does. very transparent. Correct. Which yeah. is depressing. Thank you, Joseph Bonner, who also maybe is Boner, <laughs> a senior analyst at Argus Research yep. for that quote. And God. finally, I'll make it up to me, I swear... Here's the headline. (laughs) New Jersey might fine itself for destroying a bird habitat it swore to protect. How honest. It's going to find itself. How honest. The dirty jurors coming through. (laughs) So New Jersey's Department of Environmental Protection has charged itself with damaging habitat for threatened and endangered birds it was supposed to protect. The department acknowledged it sent a violation notice and threatened penalties against its own division (laughs) of Fish and Wildlife, who sought to create 21 acres of habitat for the American woodcock, a bird. Mm. And in doing so, the state destroyed mature oak and pine forests and wetlands, and they've even filled in some wetlands. Wait, so they were trying to do something beneficial for a species, 
and, and wiped out a whole bunch out. of other species as, oh, yeah, as part of that. And now they're sitting in their shame and regret and they're like, oh, we're actually going to pay ourselves back. Yeah, they're, <laughs> but they find them. So my question is, how does one find your own division? So like, do you, like, <laughs> do you write a, che- they write a check to themselves? The books? Stay the same. It doesn't do anything. No. You destroyed a forest. It should just read New Jersey destroys forest. Yeah. Right? Like it shouldn't say anything else. But no, it says they're going to fall. This, like, is, this is some how's that for genius an PR. How's whoever. that for an apology? It's the greatest apology ever. I am whoever also going to. came f- up with I'm going to find myself every day. That's it for apologies. Let's end with a CEO has words. And that Jeez. CEO is Andy Jassy okay, of Amazon. Okay. He has a lot of words. <laughs> this is one of his letters. He wrote an 11-page shareholder letter this year that just came out over the weekend. Um, and it's out, and the results are resulting. There's a lot of results. Did you read every, each 11 I page? read all 11 pages, <laughs> and I ran it through um, some word analysis. The number one word mm. in there was the word customer. Or customers wow, okay. 59 times it showed up if you're writing a letter long enough that you can say the word customer 59 times write a shorter letter is um, that besides like and and the that's, yeah it gets rid of those rid of yeah those. um amazon the the company name was in there 53 times and business 38 <laughs> times making amazon wants customers to do the business probably the phrase du jour for this letter the top mm. phrase was actually third party, which showed up seven times, huh. followed by Amazon business, which is in six times. Okay. So I'll walk you a little bit through the letter. Please and there's do. something that you're going to notice by omission, not inclusion. So the letter opens saying basically inventing stuff is awesome. We do it. We did a bunch of it. And... They say um, we're preserving our long-term, the long-term investments that we believe can change the future of Amazon for customers, shareholders, employees, and they invent a lot of stuff. Uh, also, they're going to set you up for the rest of the letter. Andy does a good job here by saying we did soul searching and oh. some stuff that we do sucked. Good. Okay. okay. He's humble. <laughs> um, for instance, we stopped pursuing physical store concepts like our bookstores and four-star stores, Okay. which was... A little bit funny that they did it in the first place. Yeah, I I went to their bookstore in Seattle. It was nice. Yeah, I just I was gonna say no one goes to those. No, I've seen some. I've driven past them. It was, but, but you your whole thing was uh, you did bookstores. That's what we did. Right. um, They also closed Amazon Fabric, which I'm not. I could not tell if that was like their fabric store. They're Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, I, or, 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 or if it's something else. Like, it was really unclear. I actually went Never searching for it. this. Could not answer the question. And Amazon Care, their healthcare um, oh, okay. division, they, they, they shuttered parts of it, at least. And they moved on from some newer devices. They didn't see a path for a mean, meaningful return. Um, also, some of the st- stuff that sucked was their staff. We also reprioritize where to spend our resources, which ultimately led to the hard decision to eliminate 27,000 corporate roles, 27,000 corporate roles over the last year. Um, And what sucked about the staff in the next section was that everybody wanted to work from their couch. Mm, Of course. I'm going to read this verbatim. 
We also looked hard at how we were working together as a team and asked our corporate employees to come back to the office at least three days a week, beginning in May. During the pandemic, our employees rallied to get work done from home and did everything possible to keep up with the unexpected circumstances that presented themselves. It was impressive, and I'm proud of the way our collective team came together to overcome unprecedented challenges for our customers, communities, and businesses. It does not mention that they shit can 27,000 people in that mm -hmm. sentence. Mm -hmm. But, but, <laughs> what? Just the fact that there's a but in there. Yeah, but I'm is proud the, and grateful of I'm proud and, and grateful. grateful. But, but, we don't think it's in the best long-term approach. We've become convinced that collaborating and inventing is easier and more effective when we're working together and learning from one another in person. The energy and riffing on one another's <laughs> ideas happen more freely. Riffing. You think Andy Jassy does a lot of riffing? No. The whole, honestly, 11 pages of it was about like uh, systemization How and logistics. How on earth could he write 11 pages about there's, this nonsense? a lot. There's a lot. Um, uh, riffing. Uh, uh, many of the best Amazon inventions have had their breakthrough moments from people staying behind after a meeting and working through ideas on a whiteboard or continuing the conversation on the walk back from a meeting or just popping by a teammate's office later that day with another thought. Invention is often messy. It wanders and meanders and marinates, mm. which I read urinates the first time. I read. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was speed reading. It was it marinates. was urinates. Um, honorable mention, or I should say honorable not mention. Nowhere in the letter. I'll, I'll skip to the end here. Do they mention unionizing mm. employees at all? Employee difficulties, employee asks. The only time they mention employees... They just employees, brush that under the rug. In fact, employees are mentioned four times in the entire letter. One to say that there was a bunch fired. One to say <laughs> that there was a bunch fired. Actually, two to say that okay. there was a bunch fired. Thanking them and then saying we fired them. One at the opening in the list of Amazon loves its communities, mm -hmm, customers, and employees. Mm -hmm. And that was paragraph. pretty much it. In fact... Wow. Um, at the end here, they have a lot of shiny things that aren't unions. They have a, um, they're really worried about how things take longer to ship now. They spend a lot of time about like longer to ship. In closing, closing paragraph, we get 11 pages down. At some point, are you gonna say like employees at anything? While we have a consumer business that's $434 billion in 2022, the vast majority of total market segment share in global retail still resides in physical stores. Still talking about that stuff. Mm. We believe our leading customer experiences, relentless invention, customer focus, and hard work will result in significant growth in coming years. That's it. End out. I'm confused how they think they're going to continue to serve customers without the people no, that har hard work. <laughs> he said it. Who's doing the hard work? Looking, All I the people you fired? No, hard work is doing the hard work. Hard work. Also, is the AI are they going to have bots floating around riffing off he does of one mention, another? It, he does Can mention bots riff. This, uh, <laughs> bots, they do. Uh, uh, he does mention like in several sections. Here are the shiny things that aren't unions that are doing hard work. AWS, mm -hmm. that does hard work. $85 billion annual run rate there. Chip development. Now they're, they're they actually named a trip, uh, a chip Tranium. 
Mm. Um, which is really close to tranium. I'm pretty sure the anti-woke is not going to like that. That'll <laughs> probably get banned in Republican states. Advertising, groceries, low Earth orbiting satellites for internet so we can oh buy more God. stuff. And finally, all of these things. AI is there. They, they want to make sure that you know they're doing AI for more buying of stuff. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's doing the hard work, not the people. That's, a, that's it. That's all I got. You have any other thoughts? Depressed. <laughs> Rather depressed from this weekend. That's up. it. That's a weekend <laughs> update. I am Matt Muscardi. That is Jesse the Money Whisperer. We are free float. Come back, sponsor us, buy our data, do the stuff until you do that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>